Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Conversation and Clarity with Mia Monique. This is Mia Monique here, and we have a special show for you today. It is my pleasure to introduce to you some wonderful guest co-hosts who will be especially helping me today with bringing more info on the topic that I brought to you all two weeks ago, talking about perpetuating falsehoods in relationships. So forgive us a little bit because it's really early and we're pre-recording this show, but it is definitely something that we all touch on on our personal platforms. We all are very versed in relationship issues and just really passionate about bringing change in our communities, especially when it comes to how we all relate with each other. Um, Today I have with me April Owens. She is the CEO of Golden Keys Life Coaching And she is also a GRM specialist, life coach, spiritualist, and she has her own grief recovery program. program. And she's also very, very heavy in the spiritual world and realm. So it's my pleasure to have her on and her to share her knowledge. I also have Adir Adarza here, who is actually a very, very good friend to the show. He is the founder and co-host of or the host of Adar's Dropbox that is a podcast that is growing right now and you um, all have heard him on the show before we have had some great conversation and perspectives so it's nice to have them both back as well and then later on in the show we're going to have Morris Mobetter Young who is also a friend to the show he's been on multiple episodes where we've had some topics and discussions about relationship issues. Morris brings his own insight and flavor to how he sees the relationship world. Um, I just want to give a disclaimer. We all have our own opinions and different ways that we view different avenues, how the relationship works, how we can see change. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to share our different perspectives. But at the end of the day, our goal of, I believe, each of our individual goals and collectively is to see healthier relationships overall. And that starts with self-healing and recovering from grief and being transparent in your everyday life, just being who you really are. And um, without further ado, I'm going to introduce April and Adar. Thank you guys for joining me. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Thank you. What an honor it is to be here with you guys. I'm good. I'm good. Can you guys hear me? I just want to oh, sure. yeah. We can hear yeah. you. Okay. Good. 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 Nice to meet you, April. Nice to meet you, Adar. And of course, Mia. Always. Absolutely. Okay. So, April, you go first. Tell the listeners who you are, what you do, and, you know, just give them a little introduction. Okay. Um, well, I'm April Owens. I am... Um, here in the city of Cleveland, I am a community health worker. I do a lot of things actually. (laughs) Um, but I am a community health worker. I am a birth doula, um, a grief recovery method specialist. Um, and I have a life coaching business, which I kind of, excuse me, specialize in grief recovery, which deals with loss of relationships as well. Um, and I'm a spiritual teacher and practitioner. Awesome. Awesome. That's beautiful. And we'll get to talk about some of your insight and, of course, experiences as we get more into the show. Mm-hmm. But I thank you so much for being here and lending your ear and expertise and voice 
uh, for this topic because it's very much needed and something that I don't see a lot of people discussing. So thanks again for being here. Adar, please tell the listeners again, introduce yourself and let them know who you are and what it is that you do. Okay. Um, well, um, I'm Adar Zaire. Um, basically, I, uh, I come from a, uh, you know, just a point of view of experience. Uh, uh, my experience just comes from um, going through myself and seeing what other people uh, go through. So that's why I build a lot of my uh, knowledge and perspective from. Um, and I'm also the uh, founder of Adar's Dropbox, as Mia uh, said before. So I just give a fresh view, plus from a, I guess you could say more of a, a emotional intelligence uh, standpoint, um, especially when dealing with the masculine energy um, because we have to catch up uh, with the feminine energy a lot so we can fully balance out to understand that. Great, great. Well, I know all of you all have your different realms and and passions, but we're going to be talking about perpetuating falsehoods in relationships. Um, So I know it's going to be multiple people talking and sharing their experience, so we can just you know, let each other go with the flow and just, you know, extend a little um, dialogue back and forth. We'll give each other opportunity to speak and share their piece. And of course, if, if we're saying something or if you want to address each other, be feel, feel free to chime in and, you know, have your moment or have your opportunity to speak to a point that someone made. But without further ado, I wanted to talk to you all about your opinions and thoughts on the state of relationships today and how in my opinion it seems that we see a lot of perpetuating falsehoods in relationships and that one thing that love is dead or uh, women are this and men are that and with that narrative being constantly constantly pushed I just see that we're we're falling further and further away from uh, relationships first of all good healthy organic relationships are starting to be obsolete and a lot of people have sour taste in their mouths about even being in relationships or dating and I find it ironic that the main people that have a voice about it are the hurt people and or the toxic mentality that there's one particular persona in relationships and that is that it just isn't good so I wanted to dispel some of the perpetuating um, or dispel some of the falsehoods that we see perpetuating in our community and also give a little insight on maybe the cause and effect and then we can try to find clarity at the end because that's what I like to do here on Conversation and Clarity with me and Monique and if we can't find clarity we can find some possible solutions or just ideas how to start to bridge the gap in this this kind of everyday thing that we're starting to see. So first, April, what do you think about perpetuating relation uh, falsehoods in relationships today? How how is your view of that? Um, so, um, man, this is a this can go many ways. So to try to kind of condense it a little bit, in my opinion, in my experience, professional and personal, um, 
I had a marriage for 12 years. Um, I've done the, you know, baby father thing and all that, done the singlehood thing. I feel like I've been in every status possible. And so what I have observed is when you don't know who you are and why you are here, it it can bring something into relationships that's mm, not really there. I mean, you you you're not you don't know who you're dating. And a lot of times we we don't have that accountability to know who we are anymore. And I feel like it's because social media. I feel like social media um, has done a number on relationships because these are platforms where you can be whoever you want to be. You can wear the mask and the mask is applauded, whether it's individually, whether it's collectively, whether it's, um, you know, in a relationship. Um, Social media has taken a turn where it's given us too many choices, number one. It's given us too many visuals. I feel like we have forgotten what real women and men actually look like and how we truly operate because social media. So I feel like that distraction has torn the last little thread um, and what was left of, you know, a unified effort to come together. I do believe people want love. They do. Um, But when you're constantly bombarded with images and, and sounds and music and things like that, that tell you subliminally to operate in the opposite way to save yourself or save your ego or whatever this is where we are. That's a great perspective. I I actually agree. And I've spoken to that effect before. And it's kind of tricky because it seems like social media is here to stay. And right when you think that there's one platform, there's another, and then there's another, and there's another. So you have all these different variants of social networks that can really, like you said, allow people to create these personas and actually cater to their egos because they can be whoever they want to be on these platforms. That's a very, very good... So it's like you have to be really, you have to know who you are to participate in these platforms in a healthy manner to be able to see through the filters and the illusions that people present to you. Yes. Um... Now, what do you think about the, when you say know who yourself, know yourself. Now, it seems like you get caught up, especially in social media, I feel like it's, it's geared that way because the, the not woke people, but people that know themselves or people that try to spread uh, reminders or more positivity or who are their authentic selves really are like low on the totem pole because nobody wants to hear that there's so right. many people running around who are just caught up in the false persona or these filters as you as you will that they don't even want to identify with people who are saying hey you know we got to be ourselves we have to tap back into our femininity we have to tap back into who we are, really are or just saying you know be who you are if you're someone that likes polygamy or if you're someone that wants to date multiple people then just say that you know but but that's not where we are and we see a lot less of that than we do of people being their true true authentic selves adar what do you think um 
Well, first, uh, piggybacking a little on what April was saying, um, I totally agree uh, with um, the premise of the things that we take in. You know, it's things that we take in visually, um, the music, uh, content creators. Um, that's a big, big, um, that's a big one right there. You know, the idolization of content creators because um, these content creators, a lot of them are not leading from a place of, and I don't like to say healed because I think, man, you had a discussion before about when somebody says, come to me healed, that there's no end to healing. Healing is an everyday process and, and it's something that just doesn't end. So uh, that's why as a content creator, we have a responsibility uh, if we're here to do right, to make sure that we're coming from a place of allowing people to also know that we too are human and we have our spells and we've learned from those things and this is where we get our information from you know besides our uh extra teaching and uh you know uh business criterias that we also uh seem to have also um but i would say that um along with the social media thing i'm gonna say uh knowing yourself just like april said which is definitely key um, it's, a, it's a shame that a lot of us don't want to do that work. So that's definitely an issue also. But it's also where we have to stop pitting uh, the um, woman against the man, the feminine against the masculine energy. And that's what's happening now. Um, we don't seem to know how to balance the both in the same arena. And since we don't, as a human, we've learned for a long time to be able to associate things by physical, right? So I know that you're a man because you're a dog, you like to cheat. This is what I know of your character. I know that you're a woman and you like to uh, flaunt on social media because you're a woman and that is your character. So what we have to start doing is uh, ripping these titles uh, from one another and start looking at people as people because this is where the um, this is where the, the categorizing things come from this is whenever you hear somebody speak and I think me and, me and you spoke about this before I cannot have conversation with people who generalize a sex I can't do it mm -hmm. one it shows me that you have not come to a place yet in how you think to separate the two between your personal issues and experience between the fact that there's a whole world of people that you've never met so you can't stereotype it's not fair it's mm -hmm. not right processing with how you think and it doesn't align spiritually or mentally when you characterize a situation because you can only go based off of your experience or things that you've seen so we have content through uh, content creators that jump out there and say why do all men why do all women why do black women why do black men these conversations I try to stay away from I instantly shake my head and try to step to the side because once we start breaking down uh, the person's characteristics themselves then we can have real conversation because you've come to a point that you've grown to understand that this is not everyone's issue but this is an issue that you seem to be facing because of you get what i'm saying so, so yeah. guys 
Listen, Morris just joined the conversation. Hi, Morris. How are you? I'm blessed. And good, good morning. Good to hear you. Hey, good morning, Mo. So, Morris, go ahead and introduce yourself again, just so you can refresh the listeners and let them know who you are and what it is that you do. And we'll get your your take on the topic, and then we'll continue the discussion. Well, well, my name is Morris slash Mo Better. Um, I'm an artist. I make music. Uh, also, a uh, kind of an advocate for. Um, Black love and relationships and getting it right and that sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Well, so today we're talking about perpetuating falsehoods in relationships and how it seems to be something that continues to happen. And uh, like Adar just, just was saying, how we seem to categorize everybody like Black women like this, Black women like that. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. When he said that, who blazing up right now? You, Morris. Excuse me. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I heard the lighter flicking. Gotta get you right. So listen, I think that when when I say I do sometimes say black women because I'm addressing black women. I'm addressing when I have things to say to black women, which is my target audience black men which is my target audience but what I like to offer also is sometimes some so depending on the topic but the truth is a lot of black men and black women fall into this category and I'm not concerned about the other races I mean I'm sure they have their own issues and things that they do in their community but that's not really who I'm trying to reach. Like Morris said, black love. That's important to me. And it's important to try to really just give hope to our community and just really share some of my experiences and even my thinking. Because I'm not always thinking the right way. The way that I do things may not be the way April does things or Adar. You know what I mean? And Morris, me me and you may not always agree. But the truth is, sometimes it is a black woman issue. Sometimes it is a black man's issue. And when we we ignore that fact and we don't take accountability for that, we stay we stay stuck in this thing. And that's how the perpetuating continues. That's what I, I see happening, and that's how I feel. So what do you guys think about that? <clears throat> um I actually agree. I, I understand his point. Uh, the generalizing um, it, 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 it creates more issues. Um, however, I also uh, stand in agreement with what you're saying because I mean it, 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 it is a mainly our community thing um, when I speak on certain sub- subjects because it's not limited to the black community but we are very much the majority in 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 some of the actions and some of the falsehoods that's perpetuated um so I definitely understand where you're coming from and I, I, I kind of agree because uh, I know sometimes I might make random posts saying 
stuff similar, you know, like black black women or black men. And it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean every single black woman or every single black man, but it does mean this is a it is an issue in the black community that needs to be addressed, whether it's from the female standpoint or the male standpoint. So I mean, I, I, I understand. Right. April, what do you think, hon? I honestly feel like this is like, you know, this is, it's so deeply rooted. It's on a collective level. If you're going to go with the black man, black woman thing, we're not, we have to understand we're not each other's enemy. A lot of this was actually in my experience by design. And so we have got to undistract ourselves so we can see the plan so we can work together and push harder when we want to become ununified with one another. So for example, if you just want to stay with culturally with black and white, then we have to take that back to the days of, you know, slavery. We got to go back to the welfare system when the man was removed from the home. We have to go back to how the black woman has been programmed to make welfare be her husband um, and, you know, things like that. And how the single mother has raised her son to be a forever Peter Pan's son and not a man. I mean, it is it, it, too deep. But what we have to realize is we are not each other's enemy. That's all I want to get. You know, that guy is not your enemy. That woman is not your enemy. If if we stay on the cultural side, because there's so much DNA damage done because of slavery and things like that and how we were programmed and that that damage carries into our babies and we they're being born already wired a certain way. Yeah. Um, we have to see the plan so we can thwart it. So, for example, we don't have enough sisters saying, hey, you know what? That man actually works real hard for you. Okay. Why are you on social media dressed like that, posting that kind of stuff when you just got married? How much more attention do you need, sis? Right. We don't have that. He works hard for you and you didn't even say thank you when he paid that mortgage, but you got on your knees and you thanked Jesus first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So forget how he goes to work and takes care of you and the kids that's not his, okay? And it's okay to thank Jesus, but you got to thank this man too. Right. We don't have right. enough sisters telling them that as well. We don't have enough brothers saying, hey man, you just split up with her and now you walking into... The party said with another one a couple of weeks later, man, you all right? You sure you want to do that so soon? Is you okay? What we need to talk about? Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? We got to tell each other the truth. We're not telling each other the truth. We're not saying, hey, man, you when the last time you seen your kids? I understand she like this, but this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You having another baby, girl, you can't afford that. What is going on? Exactly. We're not telling each other the truth. So that's one. Yeah, definitely. I, I well said. <laughs> um, because I'm a believer that the, to have the greatest benefits of a relationship, you have to approach the situation as a teammate and not an opponent. Yes. You, know, you may mention of that. Uh, I, I, that's like one of my theories. Me and me have talked about that before. <laughs> um, and also, 
the last thing that you were just not saying uh, that holding each other accountable holding each other more accountable I, I definitely am in agreement with that however I also understand that a lot of people receive accountability as an attack on both sides male and female it's not just limited that's not just limited to the black community either just as as the human race in these days we 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 a bit sensitive abroad you know what i mean if somebody calls us out on something we we immediately take it as if they're, they're belittling us, demeaning us, looking down, or attacking us, insulting us, or anything like that. We don't identify the tough love or the, uh, the necessity of the tough love and the benefits thereof. So in return, we can't even receive that kind of accountability. Sometimes, most times, not even from our closest friends. Amen. And that, that, I mean, I'm one that kind of can receive accountability but even 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 feeling like that about myself I can still step back and look from the outside looking in and be like man you kind of took a fist to that and you, you know you, you didn't need to they was trying to help you or identify the love in it as opposed to always identifying the hate because we realize that hate is only love subconsciously anyway so people only apply that because they love you that much or it comes off like that because they love you that much so Conversations like these are necessary so people can kind of hear it because sometimes when you're in a thing, you can't see the whole puzzle. You're just that little piece in the, in the, in the inside of the puzzle. You can't see the whole puzzle. You have to look back at the box to see the big picture and then identify yourself in it. Then you can see your surroundings. Then you can receive things a little more open mind, open-minded. Right. Okay, so, so here's the thing. And this is the challenge because I literally, as we speak, I, I had the same scenario happen to me just that Friday night, April. I was, I had reached out to a good friend and I, we, I've known her for like 25 years and we're kind of different. You know, I've evolved over the years and she's kind of not so much, but you know, you all, we all have those friends that are not progressing in life. Like, you know, everybody else does, or we kind of hang on to friends that, that are different. But so I reached out to him and I'm like, I met this really nice guy and I'm like, you know, you guys are both saying the same thing, that you're lonely, you want to meet somebody and this and the third. Now, mind you, I did not know that this man did not own a vehicle. I didn't know that. But she doesn't own a vehicle. I didn't tell him that she doesn't have a car or anything. I just said, you guys both would seem like a good fit for each other and you're both saying the same thing. So here we are, I'm saying to her, He's saying he's lonely. You're saying you're lonely. You guys live not too far from each other. Maybe that would be a good connection. So here's his number. Give him a call. He would like to meet you. So I I gave him the number. This was her. This was her exact conversation to me after she called me back. He was very eager to talk to her. He, you know, he's like, I want to take her out on a date. Blah blah blah. He's a little on the. Um, heavier side so he was like I don't have a problem with dating plus size women I would love to just meet her so she calls me back mind you he doesn't have a job she doesn't drive she doesn't have her license doesn't have a car but I was hoping that they can get through the initial get to know phase and they can talk about all those other um, 
issues or whatever after the fact. I don't know who's moving, but I can hear all your um, background. But so she calls me back. She like, he don't have a car. And this dude been on his job for 15, 20 years. So maybe the reason why he doesn't have a car is eight. Maybe it broke down. Maybe he don't want to drive. I don't know. But she wasn't interested in finding out why he don't drive. She was more interested in the fact that he don't got a car. He said he gonna catch the bus to me. Or what we gonna do is catch the bus on the date. We gonna do the Uber. I said, I don't know what you do when you go on dates. You don't have a car either. Now, <laughs> he's talking about 40-something-year-old woman and, and 48-year-old man. So, uh, you didn't get to know this guy to see what his situation is. I looked at the fact that he's respectful, he's employed, he's working his own place, he's stable, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he, making an effort. He is making an effort. But her initial thing was, I, I, what I look like dating somebody in, in the, and I'm already in the same boat. There's that accountability of self again because you're she's she's not holding herself accountable. You're you're requiring this man to do something that you yourself have not yet mastered. Thank you so That's much. That's self-accountability. Oh, she got so upset with She me. needs to have several seats. <laughs> so we let where we are today, the accountability. I, I let her have it in a nice way, in love. You know what I mean? Like, how dare you? You know, and um, she didn't like that very much. So we're no longer connected on social media or or friendly. I'm sure she'll double back and apologize because I gotta tell her like girl I'm the one you call for cash apps when you ain't got no money to get on the bus yeah and that's okay Don't let her be mad the truth is not comfortable but no. what you you may have just been there to plant that seed but I promise you something's gonna happen and she's gonna think back and she's gonna say damn she was right exactly she's going to and I'm, I'm telling you um I need to really just reiterate that fact that there's a lot of women out here today with that same mentality and that is part of the part where people are perpetuating falsehoods in relationships because somebody is saying to them that you can require from a man or you can require from a woman something that you don't actually possess or even have to offer and you can't because here's the thing how can you support someone who has mastered something that you yet have not. So when you do get into the relationship and now other things are required that's outside of material, the real emotional and mental psychological work has to be done. What can you truly offer this person? It's going to flip the tables on her because now she actually can't even support him because she ain't even doing what he's doing. When he having that bad day, she's not going to know what to say. You're not even in my arena. She's never ex- experienced that. So right. She even know how to provide. What's so necessary. then now he's going to look outside for emotional support. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And, and this is what we have that continue to put, you know, present itself in our relationship. And then here you go, the perpetuating of the falsehoods. Now she gonna say he no good because he don't got this. It started with her not knowing herself and being unaware of herself. So that's a good place to start. Let's let's dive into this topic or this part of the piece of perpetuating falsehoods. Women, um, women have this entitlement attitude or persona because they're women. 
what do you guys think about that and how, what would you say to a woman right now that's thinking that they are um that they are very much entitled when it comes to men and dating and then we all know that each of us are fed up but that's a good place to be i believe once we start to get angry that's when we'll start to start looking for solutions so i'm glad to see that we're all speaking up each men and women are sharing their opinion they're being more adamant about change and they're going to realize soon that it has to start with themselves but what do you guys think about the entitlement factor that comes with a certain group of, of women especially in our community i think the um the entitlement thing is something that's been um you know systematically put in place it's a uh, it's a uh, you supposed to have and they're supposed to bring this to the party. They're supposed to come with this. They, you know, there's a, we're in the microwave age. That's what I like to call it. Um, because everybody wants everything quick, you know, and we have to, it's almost like it's a double-edged sword because it's like, you can't really tell somebody um, what they should allow somebody to come with them what they shouldn't so it's almost like a thing where you have to kind of line yourself up with those who who appeal uh, you and are you know at the same time on your level and it's sad it's sad it's sad because there's a lot of good people uh that miss out on one another and they don't even know and you'll hear people say the phrase that wow you know it wasn't that I do. It wasn't that I wanted you, but I found out I needed you. But see, most people don't find that stuff out until, like you said, uh, right. like everyone, until you hit the wall. You know, yeah. once you hit the wall, then all of a sudden you go, "I never knew I needed." But you know, us as a people, uh, for you know, maybe it's embedded in us too that we always feel like we can't do it until we hit the wall like there's people that you try to tell over and over again hey don't do that hey don't do that remember when you were younger and we would use the thing about you touching that pan it's hot you're touching it you're gonna get burned and what happened we keep touching it keeps then we get burnt and then it's like okay now we sitting back with the ointment on the pain and everything and now it's like you know what i'm not gonna touch it no more you get what I'm saying? So it's it's a it's a bad situation because we can't get everybody to see it how we're seeing it right now, where we go, okay, what makes you entitled? Like as a man, from my experience as a man, I could step to <clears throat> I could step to a woman and instantly she wants to know what I can do for her. And for me, that it's instant turn off. It's instant turn off for me because it's like you haven't even gotten to know who I am. And this is how a lot of relationships start. And once they start, people go, I thought we were in love. No, you were in love with what you felt I could do for you. That's you codependency. Exactly. You, you weren't in love with the person that I am, my mind, my body, my spirit, my soul. You were in love with the fact that you know that, okay, he drives this car. Ooh, I could show him off to the girls. He lives here. Ooh, I could, I could pump him up like that. Like, yeah, my man, this and that. But you never took the time. So when that man flips out and something goes wrong and he does something that's very uncharacteristic to you, 
because you never knew his characteristics to begin with. <laughs> All you knew was that when you needed something that was tangible and physical and, and monetary, he was there. Like you hear about these women that get flown out, right? This has been the run of the mill thing. And I just be like, y'all need to stop. Oh, he flew me out. And he expected me to give him some. <laughs> I mean, what you what you thought? What you thought he was that's doing? That's so surface. Mm-hmm. It's so but- surface because when you when as a woman, uh, okay, I'm 44, so there was a point in my life where I was like that. But then, as I began to mature, I had to realize I have to think about my purpose. Why am I here? Who am I? Take away my title as a mother an employee, a business owner, a daughter, take away all these roles that I play every day. All that stuff is gone. Who are you? And so when I had to figure that out and I figured that out, now when I go to date people, it's nice that you would have a nice car. It's nice that you have money. Those things are nice. How be ever, because according to my purpose and what I have to do here on this earth, at some point, that's not going to matter. I need to know who you are. Are you complimentary to my path? And can I be complimentary to your path? You know what I'm saying? Can I follow your leadership or what you're doing? We're people like us are, are thinking on a higher frequency. So that's why you have to know who we are. Um, not just what we come with, but we're talking about people who, if, if, if they heard this conversation, they would be totally clueless. Exactly. But they're just looking at tangible things. Car, this, 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 and money. But when that goes away, now what? Unfortunately, there's no age for ignorance. And yeah, even even with sex. Yeah. Okay. Well, what happens when that other day comes and those bodies and those body parts start to slow down? Now what? What are we going to be left with? Because there's another day coming. People don't see far ahead enough and that's another thing too where I see a lot of the falsehoods is our generation we've experienced a little bit of life so what we do is we we share our experiences good or bad and then I feel some of us not all of us are distracted with social media and the back and forth and we're caught up in the argument of he versus she and then we're not teaching our daughters or sons what they need to be and they need to find out who they are or they need to be and I and I see it happening in real time right before my eyes like I have to talk to my kids like this is the bigger picture because you're going to experience this and it's nice to be able to have this because believe it or not nobody prepared us for what we ran into growing as we were growing into adulthood. The heartbreaks, the, the characters that we were gonna meet, the I want a guy with this flashy car face, or I want, I'm looking at tangible things versus someone's personality and the true nature of who they really are. And a lot of people weren't even taking the time to understand themselves or even understand who they came from. Because like April was saying earlier, their design uh, to destroy the black family has been an agenda and it's still very rampant today in our culture. Yeah. And it's it's sad, you know? It really is. So there's another side to this too that I've noticed. Um, 
men that say they want this, they want this, a smart woman, they want a sexy woman, they want a woman that can do this, she can do that, she has this, she can do that. But then they actually get one in their grasp and then she scares the hell out of him. Yeah, they run, they run, they you run got exactly what you asked for, but yeah, now you don't want it. Yeah, well, that's the, that, that falls back on the accountability and people not taking to it um, because all right uh, it's so much <laughs> it's so right much like this say, this one is deep to, uh, <laughs> to both, everything is deep so all right both of y'all a, a lot of everybody just made mention of the being equally yoked like people overlook the importance of being equally yoked in the most minutely manner meaning like little bitty things has nothing to do with with, with yes. money like y'all was saying she could the, 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 the woman couldn't even she was looking down on that man for not having what she don't have right <laughs> that don't make sense so so uh, they were equally yoked and didn't even pay attention to it. They were equally yoked. And if you're equally yoked, then you can build from that. You know what I mean? When two or more come together, like, it's just two is better than one. Any kind of way, any kind of matter. If two are in the, head in the same direction and are aligned, two is better than one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as far as his, him not having a vehicle, he's been working for 20 years. That's consistent. That's a commitment. That's dedication. That's perseverance. Like that, that's, right. oh, that's a lot of great qualities. And who knows what city does he live in? Some of the, some of those East Coast cities, you know, is not have a car. Cars yeah. more of a liability than, a, than an asset. So connecting yeah. all these things in was very important. And uh, the difference is that's what she needed because if she would have identified how he'd been doing it for 20 years, she wouldn't be so stressed about not having what she don't have. She would she be could actually learn it. something from him. She could actually learn how to progress and, 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 and succeed. Then, um, <laughs> it's so funny. But it's, it's like a lot. Like in people It's like, was she looking for a partner or is she looking for a parent? Most people are looking for a parent and a slave. So my thing is, most men in in return are looking for a slave. Not directly, but that's what the overall big picture is. You know what I mean? And and it's a trained condition. Um, Women, not, I mean, most women, not all. I ain't gonna say women, I'm gonna say females. The females that we're talking about, the type of human beings that we're talking about. Um, uh, Some are looking to be for their life to be funded, and then the other ones are looking for uh, 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 a personal assistant, basically. That's the right. approach. At the end of the day, that's the, a man paying for, paying, just paying for everything for this woman, for her to do whatever he wants to, because I don't know anybody in the world that works hard that would pay for something and not feel like I own that thing. Yes, right. So we don't look at it like that. So, yeah. so the man is paying for everything. So subconsciously he feels like I own that thing. So he expects that thing to move when he says so. It's not right, but it's a it's a natural reaction to the order in the order of operations of how we are designed, of how how things work. So um, people feel obligated to receive when they pay. Right. Other people mm-hmm. feel obligated to be paid for before even deciding whether or not they're going to give anything. That's <laughs> how can that blend? You know what I'm saying? That's really all still goes down to you being able to vet the person that you're dealing with. And this is why it's so important to keep deeper because you 
can work like that 20 years of consistency that you're talking about right if you meet a man that has 20 years of consistency right from through my you know from my opinion and you are coming in and you have nothing you know what you can offer that's going to help that 20 years of consistency become 30 years or maybe even 25 years and a business that you two decide to put together because what a woman does for a man is she ample first of all you have to be of certain character as a man i've heard i've seen people say that women make men no they don't make men what they do is they amplify they make it greater so if i work 20 years and i approach you and you don't really work like that but what you can offer is when you come home we could talk about how your day was i'm gonna take that stress off of you that's making you age so fast so that you can continue to do what it is that you're doing if we both sit down and i say you know what baby i'm gonna work another five years and i want us to open a business together then i look to you as my partner to help amplify that because while i'm out there pulling boulders and and dealing with all these personalities and all these energies and things I know that, okay, you know what? My, my queen is at home. She's putting a game plan together. We're going to go home. We're going to sit down and she's going to, you know, she's going to get that massage on my shoulders because she know I've been lifting all day, you know, and we're going to talk and she's going to, it's almost like a, it's, it's an infinity of rejuvenating and reciprocation between the both of you. That's what keeps it going. And people are, people are overlooking the fact that it's a help us it's a help me help you help us mm-hmm. that people are not liking that and that's where that entitlement is coming from where well you should be able to take me on vacations the thing is baby we could do the vacation thing let's do that but you know what in order for us to get there we got to put some work in nobody wants to do the winter work so that when the weather breaks we can we can indulge in this together everybody wants the the one person see they're missed that they're not paying attention to the work that they have to add to the pot also Mm -hmm. Uh, see now me as a man my opinion how i am i do not require my woman to work it's not a requirement for me it's not to handicap her what it's to do is she makes sure that the things that i need that's uh, uh, uh tangible from her she allows and she gives and she nurtures and she comforts me and she keeps me upright so I can handle and then guess what I put back into the household she puts the love into the household she puts the nurturing into the household so we keep it together it's a kingdom or a queendom the thing is we have to do it together and if you want to walk into somewhere and say oh shoot i'm here we got everything i'm good and i always tell people there's one thing about relationships like that and i think mo is kind of like what you was hitting on if i have all of this stuff already what is making you valuable to me besides you coming in here and just laying up on everything because it runs out that physicality it runs out whether we want to believe it or not it runs out and like april on them body parts they start twinging man that 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 uh 10 times total a week that seven times total a week we was getting together it started 
you get. You're gonna one. have to make it one good one in a few days. Can you roll with me like that? Undistracted, we stay focused. Right, right. You get once or you get two times a month, and then we yeah. Get- on the rocking chair together. Yeah, or you on Instagram like, ah, well, look at her. She got this, and why they going? Hey, we're going to take a quick break. But again, I want to thank you for tuning into Conversation and Clarity with me and Monique. I am streaming on all platforms. That is Apple, Spotify, Google. I am also on the Anchor app, which this lovely show is brought to you by. I also want you guys to follow the Convo and Clarity podcast on TikTok. We are now a part of the TikTok family, guys. So be sure to follow that TikTok. Make sure you share with your friends. Make sure that you are supporting the show by commenting and rating me because that is what makes me better. I appreciate you all for listening. Have a wonderful day. Now for the rest of the show. that I follow on TikTok. His name is Pastor Poppy Don, y'all. And he always talks about men who he basically call them broken bozos. And not that I go with the flow of everything that he says, but he really is really saying in a nutshell that people need to date in the, on their level. Right? Who are you talking about? <laughs> you know him. <laughs> So, oh Lord, I know you're talking about. I mean, I'm not familiar with who that is. I gotta send you his stuff. He's a character. But some of the things I agree with what he said. So when when Adar was just saying, you know, women and men have this unbalanced in our relationship, and I think that it comes from a lot of us said the same thing. It comes from a lack of self knowledge. It comes from a, a an entitlement personality and ego right because some people want to take shortcuts in life so we have some men and women who are looking at each other like I go to work I bring this to the table and I'm not about to let you come in here and take what I worked hard for and you not bringing equal of value to the table and that barter system that we're trying to equate love to is not working it's failing miserably but at the same time yes we at a certain age all should be capable and established to a degree where we can sustain a relationship. And I think that's another big key in perpetuating the falsehoods in relationships is people don't look at their relationship readiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't acknowledge. Like I've, I've, I've been in relationships and had me and tell me I'm everything they've ever dreamed of and it scares the shit out of them and they realize I'm not ready for this mm-hmm. and yeah. that hurts that hurts because what and then what? we have to stop we have to stop right there because I don't make nobody do you know what I'm saying I'm not going to yeah. do that and I sometimes feel like men and I'm not generalizing but I sometimes feel like we have to be clear on that like what aren't you ready for? Are you not ready for the emotional aspect? Do you feel like you can't rise to the occasion in, as the provider role? Do you feel like that's intimidating because you're not there with your self-esteem and you're not believing in yourself? Because a, a lot of times women will be like, well, you know, and and it's not to the fault of a man, but it's just the nurturing part of a woman where it'll be like, okay, he's not 
he doesn't check off all the boxes, but he checks off majority of them. So where he's lacking, let's see if we can encourage him or like Adar was saying, you know, support him so he can tap into that part. But then sometimes that's not what the man wants or that's not where he is. So there you have people getting into situations that are not organically fit for them. And then they walk away burned or scorned. And then now they're perpetuating that these dudes are just using people or these men are just not ready for a real woman. You know, you have all that type of stuff. And then they'd be like, well, what is a real woman? You know, and then that sparks up that controversy. And then, or you'll say, like Pastor Poppy Don will say, like, he broke. If you broke, just say that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't handle a woman that got her stuff together and she don't need you because she can she can take care of her own, you know? And You know what? I don't even think is. And sorry to cut you off, but I, I, that phrase, I hate that phrase so much. We coined so many phrases that that bring backlash because of what it makes a person feel, how you present something. Absolutely. If you broke, just say that. Look, that it doesn't mean a person is, is broke because they don't feel like indulging in what it is another person seems they should be fit for. The thing we have to remember is individuality is still alive and well. Most men, most men are very content when they don't have a woman that they are building with. When I say content, how many times have you been to a man's house and look around and notice that his home looks like all he does is step inside, go to sleep, step out and go to work. But you could tell when there's a hint of a woman around because when you step inside that house, what they say, she makes it a home. Absolutely. So sometimes it's not the fact that he's broke, but he might have became so content and being able to find peace in a certain situation that a woman comes and she might want to amplify it. But see, that's where transparency comes into play. Okay. See, nobody says, hey, well, I know you have a great job and all, but do you think you ever want to make your own business? Now, make that more of a staple for yourself. If a woman enters a picture and she says, I know that this man works, he's been working at, let's say he's been working at Coca-Cola for 20 years. It's a decent job. You know, he can make his ends meet. He's not wanting for anything. So it doesn't mean he's broke. He's just reached a point where he can take care of all of his, all of his needs, right? Yeah. So now beat him. And now you thinking to yourself, I wonder if he had his own truck, would he be interested in something like that? So you kind of start pitching that to him and maybe he's not receiving it because he's not receiving it doesn't mean that he wants to be less than it might just be where he feels comfortable at. And the <laughs> you run into this sometimes in situations where one person wants to try to be smarter than the other instead of being very very transparent you'll get a situation where somebody is trying to persuade mm -hmm. a person and once they get tired of the person not taking on to the persuasiveness they get aggy so let's give a, a scenario she wants him to get his own truck because she feels he can make more money that way personal business personal gain that sounds great right but if he's not with that, now it's going to deteriorate the relationship. But you have to be transparent when explaining to him that, you know, I really would like to uh, 
you know, see the rest of my days dealing with somebody that wants to create um, financial growth within our own family, like have our own thing. That way you can see where his mind is. Don't start playing the mind game where it's like, well, you, sh- you sure you don't want like your own truck? That would be nice, right? Don't do that. Because some men are, are very, very smart. Some men are very smart, but they might make you think that they're not. So they allow you to keep playing that little tiptoe game <laughs> where you're trying to manipulate the situation in a a feminine way. You know, like maybe it's after, maybe it's after sex you ask some stuff like that. Bed talk, what we used to call pillow talk, right? Um, <laughs> when you're most vulnerable and likely to do right. what you're willing to do. and he gives you the answers like yeah you know I was thinking about it now you like yes he said he was thinking about it but guess what he caught on now he playing the game too like all I gotta do is tell her I'm thinking about it and she'll go ahead and leave me alone (laughs) you get what I'm saying so you gotta be transparent from the door it's not always that you know, if you broke, just say it. And what that does is is that almost hurts, too, because what it does is it pushes uh, a lot of good women into a position where they do just start jumping on money factors. They don't want to say it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to say I'm here because of your money. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, that's it. That's what it is. You're here because somebody like. Uh, the dude that we're talking about can say, hey, shoot, I can get up and take my take my woman to Dubai right now. What it does is it's almost worse than watching reality TV when that first struck. Mm-hmm. And it was like every it was like majority of the women who watched it kind of fell into this place of reality TV. It's like, oh, well, okay. you know, why are you talking like that? Why, why are you acting like that? You know, so it's almost like it'll push some women into a position where it's like, well, this dude over here works at Coca-Cola. He makes $25 an hour. But this dude over here, he could fly me out right now. Okay, well, sis, what their personalities like? Like, who do you click with? Who makes you genuinely smile? Who makes you happy? Is that a part of your equation? Or are you just worried about not having to worry about anything? So guys, believe it or not, we have been on this call for an hour and I'm so, so elated because I knew once we got each of you on one call, like we, it's so much that we could touch on and talk on and tap into. And believe me, I really, I love the fact that we each are in our own ways telling our story, but telling also our growth and, and just how we see our from our eye view how things are right like especially when the date in the dating scene and and for our friends and even maybe for us personally as we journey through dating and relationships I know I'm in a very new relationship well not new but I'm dating someone that is kind of touching on all these categories like when I first met him he didn't have a car no he didn't he was from New York so like they were saying that he didn't think about cars it's like I'm taking public transportation so now, but he he walked into a dealership and got him a brand new 2022. You know what I mean? Like, that's just mm-hmm. realize. Okay, but it's like, what do you do with the women that's driving brand new 22s? And I'm just like, hey, what can I do to support you 
so we can put this legacy in your hands so I can finally rest. And that's exactly how I, I, that's <laughs> I don't want to work, but I work and I own business because I have to, but I, yeah. when can I rest? So what I need to do with you to flip this around for us so I can rest. Because I'm driving a 2022. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about that. Meeting a man that is open-minded enough or that already is on that role because he's a product of divorce. I'm a product of, product of divorce. So when you meet a man that is open-minded and willing to have those type of conversations with you and not feel like pride is in the way where they can discuss their finances or their credit or um, anything. I think, I'm sorry, Morris, can you hear us? Oh. Morris is still with us on the online, but it's saying that he can't oh, hear us. He'll come back. I think he dropped off. He'll come back. I think that it's, it's refreshing to meet someone at this age after being up through everything that I've been through that is willing to have those conversations and is ready to take in. And oh, there's like, Morris. Morris, you back? <laughs> yeah, can y'all hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, I've been trying to talk for 30 minutes. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. What, okay, chime in. Tell us where you're going to back. Let's forget. Let's, let's get you because we need to hear you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. I know I was, man, I tried to look. Out. Man, I thought I, I thought I, I attempted to interject on a door five separate times. Oh. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> All right, so look, it's, that's why I, last time I was like, man, it's a lot to unpack. Like everything that y'all are saying. First thing was um accountability. Second, um um being equally yoked that people overlook oftenly. Uh, and then now third. The, la- the last thing that's been that's been spoken about I really wanted to tap into was the expecting to walk into an already built empire as opposed to identifying it would be best if you both built that empire from the ground up together um um that that's the overall look people the mindset people take on is what y'all were basically just explaining um being that um some females are trained to just feel like the man has to have this 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 and that this this and that you know what i mean or they in return like the the females that already have the 2022s and what's the answer for that right so some sometimes that mindset can take on well he has i'm i've built my empire he has to have an empire to match well your empire kind of it's good if you can teach him how you got the empire then he'll build a bigger empire for the both of you then you can then relax but expecting him to have the the same exact empire you have he may not have ever even known that he wanted that until you introduced it to him like what Adara was making mention of uh he's he's been content in in, in supplying for his own personal needs that he didn't even he didn't even care to look at the how how he can expand and grow that uh, uh like he was saying, amplify it because he was content. You know what I mean? And um, I think it's it, 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 it makes both parties have a certain mindset that um, hinders the connection. And, and then 
the if you broke just say that right the, the trip the irony to that is uh men that don't spend the money on the things that some females would prefer him to spend the money on and then they say he's broke in all actuality he has a millionaire mindset and because millionaires don't just go spend money on frivolous things like most women would expect uh those things are not important the necessities are what's important so uh, it, it, the, the irony is it the irony is that um when you think a man is broke he's probably more financial literate or, or for an or more financial discipline, you know what I mean, which is actually a great attribute as opposed to one that's just splurges or whatever, whatever. So it, it, it's all kind of a catch-22. The things um, some women look for out of men are actually the things that hinders those men from being what 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 they could, you know, letting out their full potential. And some of the things that 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 these men do to impress these women kind of hinders the women's full potential to 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 be in that 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 butterfly and that that thing that apple and brightens up the room you know what i mean so it's kind of like a catch-22 and i think that if if we had the approach with a mindset that you know what yeah i have this i have that or he has this he has that but it's all null and void because he worked for what he has i worked for what i have so it I don't nobody wants somebody else to come in and quote unquote leech on them and it's 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 trauma because it's past experience whether direct experience or indirect experience you know what i mean but it still creates the 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 false hoods that are perpetuated in the relationships like me is talking about like we all are talking about and we don't identify that if we take on the mindset of building that empire together we don't look down on the next person because together we don't have nothing. Yeah, I got this by myself. He got that by himself. Or I don't have this or he don't. But together we have nothing. So let's generate everything that we want or we see in a partner or in a future in a relationship. Let's build that together. And then we both coming from the bottom no matter what we've accomplished in our life. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So guys, I know we've been on for a long time. I know I told you I wouldn't keep you that long. But I just want to each hear before we close and we're gonna probably have to come back to this topic again and again so you all are welcome to come back on anytime we can finish talking about this or just start being i know you guys share on your platforms knowledge and you guys are really living your truth and i love it you know i want you guys to first tell us some solutions that you think would be helpful and to to kind of combat the falsehoods perpetuated about relationships I also want you to share just about a good quick five minutes or, or so, just a quick synopsis of, you know, your social media platforms and, you know, talk about what you do and, and how you can be reached. And then uh, for, don't forget your solutions to um, combating the perpetuating of falsehoods in relationships. So um, Adar, you can go first and then April and then Morris, you can, you can go and then I'll close. Okay. Um, well, once again, um, Adar's Dropbox. Um, you can catch me on Anchor and Spotify. Um, on Instagram, um, I go by EOG79. That's E underscore O underscore G underscore um, underscore seven nine. Um, basically, uh, some things that we can start to implement is first off, um, you have to be transparent with self. If you can't be transparent with self, then you can't be transparent with anybody else. That's number one. Uh, you have to uh, 
make sure you know what it is that you really want. Um, everybody is not in a place right now to be in a relationship. Some people are just trying people out. So make sure if you're just trying people out, you keep that energy and go use that for people that are trying people out. I have nothing against people who are trying people out, but, but you know, you need to place that where that energy should lay. Go be yeah. Right, right. If you're a person that's looking for a relationship and you really, really want to uh, tap into somebody, then take that time. I cannot be. <sighs> we have to take our time with finding someone. And when we do find that person to get to know them, ask all the questions, make sure they don't feel weird about answering questions. If they do, maybe it's not the person for you. Start taking these gut intuition signs is a step to say, this might not be the person because this shouldn't be so hard mm -hmm. to ask questions and get answers because they'll be just as excited and in tune with you as you will with them because they want to know, like, I want to know what makes you tick. Um, and just try not to follow if that's what you're looking for in those, you know, that relationship realm, something real, something deep, try not to follow social media's standard of relationships and living. Your standard will be your standard. They'll have a perception. You'll have a perception. You guys bring that together and see if you both can view it from the same, uh, same angle and then go from there. That's, that's my take. Okay, okay, very good. I like that. I agree with you about um, take, taking the time to, to actually know what you want and going off your gut instinct. I think so many of us have experienced so much um, in our lives that our gut needs that cleansing or we need to be able to tap back in tune to our our inner voice that we all have. We all have it. We all have that intuition. And I think that society has lied to us so much and that people have lied to us so much that we've kind of turned that voice off but spending time with yourself will help you be able to get back in tune with that voice and april's very very uh knowledgeable in that regard so i'm sure she'll tell some of how to do that when she talks but morris what do you think did i say april was going next or morris you, you said april yeah april tell us tell oh. us <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so like we were saying in the beginning, I am a grief recovery method specialist. So I specialize in walking people through completing emotions with um, relationships that have broken up, marriages, death, moving, changing jobs, any sort of major loss. We have over 40 life events that puts us in a state of grief. Mm -hmm. um, and I work with uh, prenatal moms and children. I am on an infant mortality team here in Cleveland, Ohio, through Rainbow Babies and Children's at University Hospital. So that's the big part of my work is uh, combating the death of Black babies and their first birth year and the death of Black moms. Um, so I have Instagram, Golden Keys Life Coaching, LLC. I also have a YouTube um, platform, Golden Keys, LLC, Golden Keys Life Coaching, LLC as well i do a, quite a few things but i um i would just want people to i want people to challenge their belief systems um sometimes we're raised a certain way we we go through life 
with certain philosophies of our own and we never check back in with ourselves to figure out does this really does this belief system or this way of thinking or this philosophy that I have about men, women, dating, whatever, is it still serving me? What my parents taught me, does it still serve me? How my faith-based organization trains me about relationships, is it still serving me though? So that kind of goes with Adair's figure out what you want, but challenge your belief systems. Where, How you feel about men, women in relationships, marriages, sex, how, where do you get your belief from? Like, why do you think that's the way it should go and for you? That's yeah. what I like people to do. Where do you get this from? Men are like this. Where does where does that come from, though? Women are like this. And well, where where did that come from for you? Where did you learn that? Okay. And if it's something that's not serving you, if it's contradictory to what's happening, I challenge everybody to kind of rethink and rewrite their own personal philosophies. You know, yeah. and pay attention to who's leading you into your belief system. Um, and that's it. That that that's like, good. That's good podcast about that belief systems that is the number one component to experiencing a life-changing season where you would if you take the time to check them all off put them all on the table and do away with those that's not serving you and open your mind up to learning new systems where you can thrive and grow is going to be the key to your elevation, your growth, and your your healthy mindset when it comes to relationships and other, not just personal relationships with men and women. We're talking about your relationship with your friends, your coworkers, yeah. your, your children. Your right. mindset is what is going to keep you stuck or keep you elevating and prospering in life. I totally, totally agree with that, April. Thank you so much for that nugget. Um, listeners, if you're listening please follow the guests on support their channels or their social media pages and if you want a dose of some positivity and encouragement i suggest you befriend some of these individuals and let them pour into you because they are living their truth from experience and they have done the work you know we all can attest to having a part in our own toxic environments that we may have created for ourselves but to get out of that changing your belief systems and adapting a better way to relate to other people is what is going to make them stand out and stand apart from other people and these are the people that you want to listen to and take advantage advantage of so morris tell everybody about you where they can find your social media and give them some of your insight or thoughts on how to falsehoods in relationships um <clears throat> wow first of all coming behind both them i feel <laughs> uh unachieved i see oh come on morris anchor us in you got this shout, shout, shout out <laughs> shout out to y'all though for all that y'all are doing um they need more people like that um and i appreciate it on behalf of whoever may affect and benefit from it i appreciate what y'all do um but my name is also known as Mo Better. You can find me on Instagram uh, as Mo Better Three. That's M O E B E T T A Three. Um, you can also I'm on Facebook Morris Mo Better Young. Uh, I'm I'm an artist, so I make music. Uh, I feel like that's more of a calling 
music ministry is important. Like the seeds that's planted through music um, actually affect us more than we pay attention to. And our mindset, you know, what goes in will come out. So um, um, you, you can find some of my music on Apple Music, any streaming platform. Uh, I have an album out now, The Morris Code uh, by Mo Better, which is also M-O-E. B-E-T-T-A um, But my, What I would say is It's like Seven things um, Be positive Be humble Be the help Be equally yoked Believe Be what you expect within And be love um, Because when, you, when, you, when you're being positive you expect positivity. You search for the positivity. So the negativity, you kind of don't pay attention to. You can identify it, but don't pay attention to But when you be negative, that's all you see is negative. You never will see the positive. That hinders relationships. Uh, um, be humble. Um, no matter what you've accomplished, there's always someone in life greater than you. So I look down on that person. And if you're humble, instead of looking down on that person, you'll help that person get where you are. That's giving back to the community. <laughs> um, be the help, which kind of coincides, you know what I mean? Uh, instead of always looking to be helped, looking for that hand. Find ways that you can be the help in any situation or relationship that will improve the relationship because that energy is, is contagious. As long as you're willing to help and be the help, and you know what I mean, then that person will will feel compelled to also help people. Right. People, people, people honor and, 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 and give gratitude more than people think. But most people are always just on guard so that until you show them something, they're not going to show you anything. Also yeah. trauma. Um, yep. Also, be equally yoked. Um, and, and the little things, like you have to find the little things that that y'all do have in common. That's not material. You know what I mean? The things that that are frivolous. You know what I mean? Just the little, the little things. Like the, <laughs> that's why they used to ask the favorite colors and different things like that. Because everything in life is 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 science, meaning it's formula, meaning it's chemistry you know what i'm saying uh, so you have to be equally yoked to have that chemistry that everybody searches for in a relationship and also believe because if you have faith that that there are people out here with the same mindset that there are people good people and you believe that you know what i mean what you believe in the most will e eventually be brought to you because your energy attracts what you believe in you know what i mean uh, be also be what you expect within you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we expect so much from everybody else until we have to be that thing. Then we mm -hmm. see what they what it takes for them to be that thing. You know what I mean? So be that within and that will also allow you to be humble and be positive. You know what I mean? And also, uh, last but not least, but be love. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because so many people apply anger and animosity and, and, and it comes off as hate, which I've said before is only love subconsciously because people love people hate you oftentimes because they love the very thing about you that they can't be themselves so yeah. instead of hating themselves they perpetuate hate upon you so if you be love that will supersede everything and I, I truly think that that will that will um allow us to have 
better relationships, long lasting relationships. And every relationship doesn't have doesn't have to be uh sexually intimate. You can have intimate relationships that 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 you just like this. This is the more intimate relationship because you know what I mean. We, we we're going we're diving deep into something that we all feel passionately about. So uh uh that's just what I would say in as solutions to a lot of problems that we have abroad. That was great. Right, yes. That is that right there is just that like, was phenomenal. Yes. Phenomenal. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Morris, you are just very humble. And I appreciate every time you, you bless my podcast with your presence and your your mindset is just impeccable. To me, I think in your music, I I can listen to the Morris Code. Like it is so uplifting and positive. It's nice to hear men rhyme and rap like you do. When I tell you that, and and a lot of people might be like, oh, you know, it's not the no, it's not the guns and the hoes, bitches, this shit, that type of stuff. No, you're not gonna get that. But what you're gonna get is somebody that is lyrically gifted and speaks consciously to his community. And it's some music that I mean, somebody ain't signed you, they just crazy. And um, thank you. You know, I really well, he got a new follower. I'm about to check that out. Check both of them out. Well, it had to be divine because uh, I just took these notes and outlined as y'all spoke, so y'all inspired me to deliver that message. So it was none of me. So yes, so thank you. Yeah. So guys, okay, I'll close with some ideas that I think would help with combating perpetuating falsehoods in relationships you all touched on a lot of the things that i believe but first you know you know me me and monique conversation and clarity with me, monique um i do have a facebook page it's conversation and clarity with me monique i prefer everybody to join listen there follow that like it because i post most of the content about my show on there i do have a tiktok guys now it's convo and clarity with me monique and I love TikTok. Congrats, because I could not Uh-oh. figure that out. <laughs> no, I really do like because you can go live. I don't even have one. So get, get one, guys, and we can go in live on there. And we can, first of all, if you create your TikTok page, you can get paid. So the thing is that with TikTok, I have a thousand followers on my uh, podcast page, so we can go live. But okay. you can't go live without a person that has a thousand followers. So just start you a page so we can because it's a platform where a lot of people go live and they have these same discussions that we're having. And it's nice to just keep spreading the news, spreading the positivity, spreading the agenda. When you have a lot of hate, you have to combat it with love. So that's what we never stop speaking your truth. You never stop. When I see someone saying some false hood or perpetuating something false I do like April said why do you believe that why do you think that or I'll share my opinion a lot of people don't like it a lot of people (laughs) run from the truth a lot of people you know being real is not popular right now but (laughs) but you never stop because at the end of the day there are so many people that I know for a fact because they sidebar me all the time I heard your show I listen to it. And these are some of the people that perpetuate falsehoods in relationships, but they are fans. And they mm-hmm. understand one of these days, they're going to get tired of attracting the same people, the same cycles over and over again. Or they're going to. only love subconsciously. <laughs> so, yeah. 
they're going to find themselves like the the article just you know released a lot of people are lonely a lot of men and women are lonely and they're you know that that thing where they're saying you know women are okay with being single yes well men are okay with being single too we need to stop generalizing and we need to start being more vocal about the reasons why this is why we we all know the problems we all know that what afflicts us is real but Mm -hmm. what are solutions to these problems and that's why i do what i do that's why i talk about conversation and clarity because at the end of the day if you don't have clarity on a thing you can't begin to be bring solutions and change to a thing Mm -hmm. and um, we tend to get stuck on the whys and the hows, but we need to start m- being more present and cognizant of how. We need to start starting where we can begin to really be the examples that we want to see. Be the change, yeah. And you want to see, like Morris said, you know, thinking more positive, you'll attract it more. Manifestation, some people call it, you know, just prayer some people call it faith whatever your belief is tap into it and start to be the change you want to see that's the only way we can really change the falsehoods perpetuated in relationships and and believe it or not so many people are at that stage where growth grief recovery is real therapy is real healing is real and um, you only can get that by being honest and transparent and also offering your expertise and your transparency through these platforms. So not getting caught up in the, the shit show that it is out there. You know, not, yeah. it's okay to be fun. It's okay to share some memes sometimes. I, I, I enjoy that part of social media. But when it comes to where it's poisoning and uh, continually setting our culture and our people back, I have a problem with that. Yeah, we're going to have to do this again because yeah, a lot of people got to, they're not even aware that they have the capability to make the change. That's mm-hmm. when you have to learn the manifesting. Whatever your situation is, is because you created it. A lot of people don't know that because a lot of our cultural is based in religion, not spirituality. Correct. Religion teaches us to find something outside of ourselves to make it all better. Mm-hmm. And we have to <laughs> wake up like, oh, oh, yep. I can do this. No, no, you're not waiting on nobody outside of you to save you. You got to save yourself. Amen. Yes. So when they realize that, then they can say, oh, so I'm supposed to make the change. Yes, you. You are the change. So some people change. don't even know that they have the capability. They're still waiting on an outside source to do it for them. Because mm-hmm. that's and how religion that's trains your mind. And that's what Mike said. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank you so much for having me on. And I really, truly, truly appreciate your insight. And I'm sure the listeners will love it. So I will give you guys the transcripts of the show so you can share to your platforms and just invite your audience and your followers to listen and chime in and share share and um thank you for being part of the light this world needs it and especially our community we definitely need more um april adar and morris's and i thank you for giving me your time today oh thank you thank you nice meeting you too and thank you we'll be seeing each other again Thank you all for 
bringing the best out of me. <laughs> Y'all have a blessed day. You too. Uh, Talk to you guys right. soon. Okay, bye-bye.